This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is The Corrupter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the wintry Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you doing? A little bit chilly, actually. That's, we're, in this, we're, in this, we're in the winter, and we're in the subterranean. You got the fan on. Oh, wait. It's got to move that air. Got to keep that air moving, even if that's the expense of comfort. It's my belief. Is that true? Yeah. Always need the air moving. That's why in the car... Always have to have the air moving. Well, prepare to be, you know, you're move, the fan's moving, and our intention for this episode is to move our fans. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is an emotional one. Yeah. It's a big one. It's, it's huge. Stop rubbing with the microphone stand, Oz. Um, guys, we're here to do The Corrupter. Um, you've been asking. We've been paying attention. Um, 1999's The Corrupter. Yeah, look, you get to see a World Trade Center very early on. Um, it's a movie microscope. It's a show where we zoom in. We uh, we watch a film, uh, and we 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 macro. We 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 click every button until we're really in there, and then we uh, we scrape our fingers through it, and we pull out like 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 Maximus in the fucking cornfield, just touching it gently with our tips, and then we take it out and we t- talk about the things that make or break. Uh-huh. So if we were talking about uh, one good cop. We wouldn't be talking about the scene where Michael Keaton um, uh, snarls into the mirror for six straight hours. We'd be talking about the little moments, of which there are many in The Corrupter. Uh, second Wahlberg slash Foley joint we've done on this show. They previously worked together on Fear. Yeah, that was before. Was this before? Was Fear before this? Oh yeah, it was. It's yeah. like I think this. I think this was Foley. The director of Foley's direct follow-up to Fear. He was like, corrupter. I've worked with the best. Let's do it again. He doubled down on Wahlberg. He he doubled down on Wahlberg at the worst period of Wahlberg's career. No, at the at the when he was on he was rising star. I they know, didn't but know what he, to do with him it, yet. We, but we talked about it on the Fear podcast. Mm-hmm. He hadn't gotten the hair right yet. No. So he looked like a boy. He this they do a strange thing in this one with him. Uh you gotta narrow that down. They put, him, they put him in glasses, Nick. Oh, yeah. They put glasses on Mark Wahlberg to make him seem smarter. So Foley the, probably at the end of his rope, pulling his hair out. How do I make this guy look intelligent? And then solved. Came to him one night. Yeah. 3 a.m. in the morning, woke up. I got to yeah. put glasses on him. Yeah, that's that's like 
That's filmmaking 101. Don't feel right, James yeah. Foley. Just um, do it, Mark. Let me zoom in immediately. Yes. Snapper DVD case. <laughs> this has got to be one of the DVDs that would come with a DVD player, right? Yeah. Were well, they giving you the corruptor when you bought like a, like a, a Samsung or something? I don't think so. I mean, it was some off-brand. I think it was like an off-brand. If you buy like, an, like a Daewoo, the corruptor comes yeah. in there. Right. And it had special features. I think there was uh, deleted scenes. I think there were uh, extended scenes. I think it was a were, loaded disc. I right? think there were bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and for sure stills. You know, that's one of my favorite old DVD features oh my God. when they put the stills up. Stills you got to really movie. love a movie to do that, to click slowly through that shit. <laughs> Going through the stills. It's like. Hey, hey! Here's a frame from something I just watched. Here's the exact frame I just watched. What if uh, the only way it'd be great is if it's uncomfortable stills? It's like in mid talk, so their mouth looks like they got a dick in it. Well, here I know what you're talking about, Brown Bunny. Ooh, the still from that. Here's the thing: Do you think you know that people relish DVDs? Like they, you know, they used to relish them. Yeah, they probably still do. Do you think there were, there's got to be people that would exhaust every corner of that DVD? And they'd they'd you they'd go through everything that was presented, right? Everything that was put on there, and that, of course, entailed steel, stills. Of course. Did you ever go through stills on I, a DVD? I, of course, I did. And I went to the interactive menus. I did some shit. But <laughs> it has to be a movie I really love, or it has to be something where, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just, I'm just really hard. I just remember when you, <laughs> you used to go, you used to flip it. Like you'd get excited about a movie, and you'd flip to the back to the DVD, see what special features on it would be. Yeah. Theatrical trailer. Yeah, you know you're in trouble, when it, but when it's in interactive menus, that's when you knew things were fucked. Uh, this one, how was this one? You had the DVD. Snapper I don't have case. it anymore. I had it when it was new. Why don't you describe what a snapper case is? I don't know if people know. So back in the early days of 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 blue of DVD, uh, some companies had their own way of packaging. Most guys used the standard, uh-huh. you know, case. But New Line and Warner Brothers in particular had these cheaper variants that you could you you pull a little snap thing on the side, open it up. It's paper. It's awful. Yeah. Um, it looks awful in a shelf. And it held, and oftentimes the discs were flippers. So sometimes you had snapper and flipper combined. What does that mean? Movie stretch across two sides? Yeah. No. There were flippers. No shit. Like what? Like Dances with Wolves or something would be a flipper? No, it was like, you know, Beyond the Mind's Eye or some shit. You know, like Mm -hmm. something like, there were flippers back. There was a few flippers. How much did you, when you first got a DVD player, I mean, we might have talked about this before. I, I remember exactly the amount of money I spent on mine. I, spent, Do you, I, I only spent like 450 I think. 600 Yeah. For me. It was a big purchase. But for it me. came with like six discs, right? Mine came with Jumanji. That was one. Mine had and it was in a CD. I know Contact was one of mine. It was in a CD case. <laughs> um, I believe Contact might have been in there. I think Blade, maybe? I think I, I, think I bought Blade. That was a... Big one. That was one of my favorite. Everybody had Blade. That I was think, one of my favorite DVDs. But. I think everybody that owned a DVD player owned Blade. Back then. Not people who bought one later in life, but yeah. when in the, during the original launch of DVD, there was no way you didn't have Blade. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you the story? You remember when home theater was like, it was huge. When it mattered? 
And so people would make their home theaters and they invite you over and yeah. you watch The Matrix, basically, yeah. right? So I remember during lunch, one of my jobs back in the early 2000s, um, we went to this guy's house for lunch and he yeah. had just, he was talking up his home theater. He's yeah. talking up a storm. He wanted to showcase it, went to his house. I knew he was going to play The Matrix. Yeah. He did, but he threw it for a loop. To, to showcase his system, he played the car ride scene when uh, Neo's talking to Trinity in the back of the seat. Yeah. Maybe there's a bug in his belly. Yeah. I was like, if you're going to, just a piece of advice. If you're going to showcase your new home theater, there's other scenes yeah. from The Matrix you could yeah. put on. He was like, you mean the Mayor Vengeance scene? I was like, yes. That's in the sequel. I know. He's but. like, all right, well. Hold on, he, he like turns and he's 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 hiding what he's doing. I'm like, sure I've told that he's, story. He's show, he's not showing you what he's doing. You see him moving around on his library, and he's like you know keeping it real secretive. And then the, the menu for Wag the Dog comes on. <laughs> and you guys, I I just got this DVD. You guys, did, did, have you seen the stills from Wag the Dog? I'm like no. One of the cool features the Corruptor DVD had. Was unsee the corruptor. <laughs> that was the special, the special feature. Let's talk a little bit about this movie, the plot. Could you figure out what the plot was? Yeah, there's sort of a plot, and then I think it gets a little complicated. But why don't you? The, the star of this film, of course, is Chiang Fat. Chiang Fat, who I think, and a lot of people think, one of the coolest actors of all time. Do you agree? Or Absolutely. No? Yeah. Yeah. And he, oh, he had been in some. Can I? Can I put an asterisk? Yeah. He's Asian. Yeah, he is. And he, uh, you know, he's like John Woo's De Niro. He was in some John Woo classics. Yep. Better, Better Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Hard Boiled, Boiled The Killer. Killer. Hey, wow. Good timing. Hey, nice. Wind Talkers. <laughs> uh, payback. What was, no, I was kidding. Paycheck. Um, is it Paycheck? Yeah. What's Payback? Oh, that's the Mel Gibson. So anyway, John Woo and Chow fat were so influential. And I think Tarantino had something to do with this. They were so influential to action movies um, that America came calling and both of them came over to star and, and direct American movies. Like star in American movies, in this case, The Corrupter, and direct, um, in John Woo's case, like Face Off. Hard Target. Hard Target. And then Wind like Talkers. Wind Talkers. The Rock. <laughs> oh, that was Michael Bay. So, um, you know, and I think to varying, I think... John Woo had some success. I don't think Chow Yun-Fat ever really found his footing in American movies. Like, this might have been his best received. No. I mean, he was a bulletproof monk, like you pointed out, which... And in The King didn't wasn't successful, but it was a pretty good movie. And then uh, that's with Jodie Foster. And, he, and he, the big... Uh, Replacement Killers, was yeah, that before that was, the, that was the big coming out party. With Miro Servino? Yeah. And Chucky Cario? I don't remember if he was in it. And so it would be like these American directors that would be trying to kind of um, utilize Chow Yun-Fat the way John Woo would. Um, you know, give him the double guns, you know, make him into, you know, he's, he obviously is a cop, I think, certainly in this, certainly in Replacement Killers, right? But Bulletproof Monk? I don't remember that movie. Why would you? It's... It's we'll do it. Sean William Scott is the star. Right. Well, Chow Yun Fat probably was the star, right? Um, so anyway, can I can I make an observation that I had when I was watching this movie? Yes. About Chow Yun Fat. Well, here's the premise. First of all, yeah. Uh, Chinatown is corrupt. It's uh, it, there are different factions that are at war, right. and the police departments 
really their only goal is to, is to maintain some semblance of peace. They don't they don't have the illusion that they're gonna that they're gonna cure crime there. That they're gonna put these guys to bed. They well, just gotta maintain a steady balance and protect he's in the, the civs. Chiang Fat is the the head of the Asian gang unit. That's what they call his, and he's in the dungeons of the police offices, the police headquarters. Right. Right. He's in the basement um, with his his uh, tiny team, his skeleton crew. His tiny team. There you go. Yeah, and uh, so he is just you know, and 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 you got to get a little dirt on you to be able to coexist with those dudes. Well, he's, yeah, he's on the take. He's uh, he's a cop, but he's also working for one of the gangs that he's st- supposed to be policing. He's corrupted, Nick, but he's he still means well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is. He does, but he's. I guess that's what that's what Mark Wahlberg's character comes to the conclusion at the end. You may be corrupt, but you're still good. You're still a good cop. And goodbye. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of kind of similar to Black Rain. Yep. And that we just did. Yep. And uh, and Mr. Wahlberg, what's the name of his character? D- something Wallace. Danny yeah. Wallace. It's not good. It's not a good. Name. I don't no. ever buy that name for him. I, I refer to him as Dan. Okay. Um, Danny Wallace in this. So he's super weird. And he shows up, and he's the new guy. And at first, it seems like he's really wet behind the ears. And, and then Chai Yun-Fat's character, I think, is Nick Chen or something. Yeah. Nick Chenland? Ooh. But so Nick Chen and then Danny Wallace. Would you say he's wet behind the ears? Yeah. Supposedly. Right. It's a little bit of a twist in this one. Yeah. So Mark Wahlberg uh, is assigned to the Asian gang unit. He's a... He's a, uh, as 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 the movie says, as Chagun Fat is upset because he can't believe this guy's in there. He said, "You're giving me a white cop. He's worse than white. He's green." It's yeah. a great line. Woof. And um, so he's just he doesn't like Wahlberg. He doesn't want to, but they're partnered up. And it turns out, and kind of the the whole I guess crux of that character is he really is undercover and he's actually investigating. He's IA. He's IA and he's investigating Nick. Which is a super twist. It is. It's like a baby departed meets a little black rain meets uh, number three at the local Chinese restaurant. Um, here's the first thing that really kind of came to mind when I was watching this. Uh-huh. I thought Chian Fat was doing a James Spader impersonation for a while. That is not a bad observation because they both are, you mean, because like in what movie, for example? Like in his heyday. Spader's yeah, like an it. over-the-top James Spader performance. Yeah, where he was a little smarmy, a little confident. A little smug. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny because like the first few scenes with him, I was trying to place who he reminded me of. No, it's a perfect observation. And it's it was great James obs- fucking Spader. It's a great observation because, you know, the Chalian Fat is super charismatic um, in this. He plays a cool cop, cigarette-smoking cop, but he is a goofball in this a little bit. Like there's scenes in this where he'll do this like, He'll slick his hair back and do this crazy like F- these faces, like, rictus grin. Like it's a yeah. strange performance. And but he did then some of his his uh, right. Asian movies too, yeah. right? But in this, it's kind of a weird fit because it's it, what it reminds me of is yeah. he's doing he's playing the favorites to an audience that doesn't know anything about him. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like he's playing all of his greatest hits mm-hmm. to people that have no fucking clue. Well, so he does this thing in this movie late, much later, where we talked about one of the characters in it. Uh, earlier in the car, he says his name was Paul Ben Victor. Victor, who plays a like rival cop. That he's a he's a fed. He's a fed. He's with the he's FBI. Angry at. He's also kind of 
distrustful of Nick and his. Now, if you don't know who Paul Ben Victor is, he's in everything. He's amazing. He's in everything. Mm -hmm. He okay. So, well, we'll get to what I'm talking about. Can I just tell you about his origin? Yeah. So the Earth cooled, and then De Niro came out, and then De Niro cooled, and then Elias Coteus came out, and then Elias Coteus cooled, and Paul Ben Victor came out. But Paul Ben Victor cracked into into pieces, and out of those pieces came. Logan Marshall Green over here. You got a little bit. Of, you got a little bit of, uh, you know, Stanley Tucci's over there. Mm-hmm. He's part of a lineage of those character actors that fit a very specific kind of thing. You're talking about PB, PBV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I Smoke love him. it. No, you, you always love him. I'll, I'll get to what I'm talking about later because that's yeah. later on in the movie. So Christian later. So, like I said, Wahlberg has glasses in it. Uh, <laughs> Chang Yun Fat is in love with a prostitute in this movie named May, and so at the beginning of the movie, Chang Yun Fat um, is at a is is kind of staking out, waiting, playing cards with a business owner. A, he looks like an antique. It's a ridiculous scene. And this, he's waiting for this this gang who have, have just blown up uh, a corner grocery store. And they, 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 they got the fucking these dragons. Yeah, they yeah, and so anyway, Which so I love this, the, the name Fukunese or something. They stroll into this to shake this guy down, this business owner. Chang Yun Fat's there, giving him grief. He's he he he's not listening to this gang, and then he immediately executes them. Yeah, it's a, it ruins the shop. Like, <laughs> yes. and then buys a shit. Then he lamp. buys a lamp. Yeah. So he he shoots up the 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 shop. He, he first one of the guys he just shoots directly, like headshot. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah. And you know kills the rest. There's one survivor. He. He uh, interrogates him, sends him on the way his way, but then <clears throat> there's uh, he buys a, he does buy a lamp, which never comes back. It's well, like he doesn't little, return it. If that's what you're saying. It's like a bikini. Yeah. It's like a strange looking. Yeah. So anyway, but he, it starts off with the bang. Basically, there's a shootout, um, but then you find out that Chang Yun Fat uh, is in love with a prostitute. Well, I don't know if he's in love with her. Oh, he is. I mean, the first scene in his her name play, is May. Yeah, the first scene is he. She's getting dressed in the background while he's doing his thing, and he tries to pay her. He does. He's trying to make dinner or something, some snacks after sex, I guess. He, 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 uh, like she won't take his money because, like, the, the, the gang he's working for has, has already paid her. Yeah. He doesn't like that. He wants to pay her. She comes up, she, he crosses her path a few times in this movie, and, and he tries to take care of her. She's obviously hooked on drugs. Yeah. And, you know, She's used by this gang, and he, he's trying to help her. But that that doesn't factor in too big. You always throw the smallest fish back. When they bust the whorehouse, oh yeah, as he he lets her out, and that's his excuse. Yeah, he pretends that yeah. So he's always trying to save her. Um, so anyway, there's this this partnership between Wahlberg and and Chayun Fat, and you know, Wahlberg just seems like he's hurt all the time. Like he's feeling, he feels bad. Like he's not, like he's not living up to expectations. That may not be the character. That may be the actor. <laughs> that maybe the actors think, "Am I doing the right thing?" Uh, yeah, that's true. And so, you know, at one point, um, you know what though? I think part of it was the whole shoot. They filmed this. They shot this chronologically. Yeah, he was sweating bullets. Wahlberg. Yeah, he's like mm-hmm. later on in the film. They're not going to help but see my third nipple. And sure enough, that third nipple shows up twice in this movie. Is he have a third? Are we talking about this before? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's got three, three, three of them. Three nips? Yeah, he's got a he's got an absorbed nip. How do you know about this? It's one of those famous Hollywood uh, 
you know, like uh, celebrity deformity things. Yeah, Megan, Megan Fox's thumb feet, th- thumb fingers, or whatever. Oh yeah, which I I think she's had fixed or something. She had her thumbs fixed. Well, she had thumb right. fingers. That sounds right. Or toe fingers or whatever. Mm-hmm. What are some other celebrity deformities that are famous? I, mean, I have no idea. I don't keep I don't keep up with this stuff. Well, no, there, there, there's Matthew McConaughey has the short arms. Well, that's not necessarily deformity. That's just something I noticed or my mom noticed. <laughs> Everybody noticed it. And then there's, uh, um, oh my god, there's there's another. There's a big. Oh, there's a there's a. Well, there's Kristen Dunst's tooth. That's another one people talk about. Her snaggle okay. tooth. That's not a deformity. Well, they call it that. Okay, so I'm sorry Who's if they. On the internet, like on you know those those uh, slideshows. John Turtletop's got three knees. Is that what you mean? <laughs> That's where I was going. Yeah, yeah. You wanted me to say it. No, I was just trying to to bring some to light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, Vin Diesel's got a twin. Does he really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I bet, does he drink weird too? Ben Diesel. <laughs> but I think I th- does he drink weird. But he does have a twin. If you go on the internet and Google Vin Diesel and say Vin Diesel's twin. So it's his, his name is Luke Unleaded. I know what his name is. But he looks like Vin Diesel except out of shape. Oh, my God. So he looks like Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know James Gammon. He uh, lives his life one quarter pounder at a time. I'm killing it. <laughs> Never been said before, I'm sure. Do you remember when Chalian Fat is uh, aggressively fighting, like, or is it he's like dr- tries to drown a guy in a sink? Yes, I do. Do you notice what there's was a, staring at him? There's a pig head in there. Yeah, you go. Yeah, was he that does, an homage to Amityville Horror? He does a pig head dunk. Yeah, I think he, I think it's Bobby v, Bobby Vu or Bobby is it Bobby Wu or Bobby Vu? <laughs> it's it's one of the main gang bad guys. Is it guys. that kid that gets abused throughout the whole film? No, because that kid gets beat. He, he gets does. treated like Shane. He does. Um, and so then remember, there's a pig head dunk, and then he's wet. That's when Chow Yun Fat slicks his hair back and does like this crazy smile to the yep. camera, like yep. it's an, um, like I'm alive. So Mark I'm Wal- alive. God Mark damn. Wahlberg. There's there's the 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 gang that that uh, Chow Yun Fat is working for. They want to recruit Wahlberg. They see Wahlberg, uh, and they look. They're like, he can help us. This white cop can. He should be on the take. He should be helping us too. And that's kind of the battle for his soul in this movie, right? And Mark Wahlberg does. I think even, you're overselling it, but all right, a little bit. But Mark, uh, his character in this, he does start to go down the corrupt. Even though he's investigating Nick for corruption, he starts to get corrupted too, and he starts to do work for this this gang. Um, and at one point, he he goes into this uh, this house of ill repute, and they're shooting a porno. And he goes, and Mark Wahlberg, he kicks that he kicks apart the porn shoot. <laughs> He's mad at porn, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's supposed to, I think what it is, is there's like, um, these guys are taking advantage of these women that have come to America, right? And Maybe. And there's some, you know, prostitutes that are, uh, I don't know if they're any prostitutes, but they're, they're murdered women they find. Yeah, that's another subplot that they really They don't, don't really do yeah. anything with it. But Mark Wahlberg, he, he kicks apart a porn shoot that looks consensual. It doesn't look, Yep. everybody looks like they're having an okay time. And he gets mad at it. Yeah, he doesn't like it. And then he this he gets he gets into a fight with a fatty. He does. There's the original Chow Yun Fat. 
But the thing is, as much as he doesn't like porn shoots, there's a couple of times in this where he is having a threesome. Yeah. Is he kind of pulling a Clint Eastwood? He gets his ear licked in this movie. Yeah, but I put it down. He gets his ear licked. What do you think about that? As it was a choice. It was a decision that they made. <laughs> he likes that. Um, it, it was funny because uh, for well, the ladies must get a little ass shot of Mr. Wahlberg. Yeah, but that scene that. is so fucking weird. It's weird because he does not move a muscle muscle no. until after the ear lick. I read the script. Oh. And it was kind of a goof because okay. the girl he she was just supposed to lick his ear. She actually actually went and licked his ear. Oh. She's just supposed to lick the air they <laughs> lick his ear, Nick. She's like, I don't really understand this, James Foley. She's, he's like, What it's all on the page. It licks his hair. Look is here. <laughs> so we have to. Okay, so yeah, there's a crime f- story, but most importantly, uh-huh. this is a film about uh, his drunk father. It is Brian played Cox, by Brian Cox. Brian Cox revealing himself uh, out of nowhere in this movie. All of a sudden, he's <laughs> there in a scene with Mark Wahlberg. It just materializes, and the look of fright on Wahlberg's face when he you could see that. He's like, I have to act with someone who is talent. <laughs> yeah. And Chow Yun Fat's case, and then Brian Cox's case. He is. How do you, how do you what do you think Brian Cox took away from those scenes? Do you think it's something that he, you know, after working with Wahlberg, he is like a changed man? My note is, how do you think Brian Cox felt getting to act with low energy Mark? <laughs> because Wahlberg is sleeping. He is so. Little demure. And His quiet. dad's a drunk. He owes some money, and he's all he's begging Mark for money. Although I gotta love this, and this must have been the hardest part of this film. Uh-huh. Wahlberg has to pretend he's a Yankees fan. Yeah, and my favorite player of all time is on the screen. Oh yeah, yeah. Who? Paul O'Neill. Oh wow. Uh, number twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Number one in your hearts. Number twenty-one in right field. So Brian Cox plays Daddy Wallace. To Danny Wallace. Okay. You know? Yeah. And he asks for money, begs for money. He also asks for a drink, and then he has his own, which is weird. Wahlberg says, because he says, what does he say? I'm as dry as a... I'm as dry as a uh, 50... uh, I'm as dry as a nine-year-old tit. 90-year-old tit. Nine. I hope he says 90. (laughs) Okay, I wrote nine. (laughs) (laughs) I think he says 90. (laughs) You wrote nine? I wrote nine. Well... Well, Daniel Day-Lewis would be happy. So anyway, here's the thing. This is what I thought was weird about this scene. Before Brian Cox kind of makes his, like, ring root entrance into that scene. Like, right. he just appears out of... He's just there. Yeah. And uh, I think Danny Wallace draws down on him. Like, yeah. he hears something. Um, there's a table, and he's 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 drinking Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. Manitou. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, with Dan in bottled water, which zoom in. Dan, I saw that too. Big old Dan in product placement. Danny and Dan in. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a bottle of ketchup on the table just sitting out. I didn't now, notice that. I refrigerate my ketchup. Yeah. Do most people, or is that something that people leave on tables, like well, leave so out? I think, I think some restaurants leave it on tables. You just leave it out. Yeah. I guess they do. It's shit no matter how you do it. You hate ketchup. Yeah, so much. Zoom in. It's the worst. Why? We've told this story so many times. Catch up with a C or a K. Which one? K. You know the story. I don't, I guess. I get sick when I smell ketchup. You do? Yeah. 
I don't throw up because that hasn't happened since 1991. But yeah, yeah, I moved to Atlanta, 1979, 1980. Yeah, I'm Italian. Okay, this oh. is not Italian. This this area south. And someone put ketchup on your spaghetti. I went to the <laughs> Atlanta Zoo on a field trip in second grade. Right. One of the moms made a pizza, <laughs> but she did not use tomato sauce. Did she not know any better? I assume she was a super red. Uh-huh. And she made a she was ketchup in lieu of sauce, and I didn't know. Uh-huh. And I took a giant ass. I just dove into that shit. It's just bread with ketchup on it. Oh my god! I've just lost my. I did was, you throw out? Oh, I was. Yeah, I was throwing over. <laughs> you threw out. Was the mom's name Emerald Agassi? <laughs> Is that her name? And you've never had it since. I have not eaten ketchup willingly since 1980. Are you serious? I absolutely. Well, I had a bad. And I, so I, whenever I go like to McDonald's or Wendy's mm-hmm. or whatever, I have to tell them to no ketchup, and then I'll wait. I have to wait up front, you know, for them to bring it. Yeah. And I could tell when they've washed it off, and I could tell when they've actually prepped it, and I could also tell when they just said "fuck this guy" and just gave me ketchup anyway. I it explains everything to me now. Okay. Because I've seen your medical alert bracelet. There's no ketchup. <laughs> I've, to, I've lied. I've told people I'm allergic to it just in order to make them be diligent about allergic it. Allergic to ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear that allergy too much. Yeah. But apparently by vinegarizing it, you can mm. leave it out. Ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Allergic to mayonnaise over here. What are you trying to do to me? But yet you put sour cream on your hot dogs. I have. And you haven't thrown out for that. You know, a link, because it's a style. It's like Seattle style now. Yeah, I'm about sure that's a link that just comes right up. It's everybody Seattle style, is that what they call it? Yeah. I also put peanut butter on my sushi. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's a scene uh, where the, you know, Paul, what's his name, Paul? Uh, Thomas Anderson. No, Paul. <laughs> ben Victor? Paul Ben Victor is is uh, yelling at Chow Yun Fat about something. I can't remember what. And they're mad. And um, uh, and he doesn't believe something that Chow Yun Fat says, and and uh, he says maybe I'm gonna grow a tree out of my dick. And Chow Yun Fat says, well, if anybody could, and he says it'll be an oak. He bet your ass it'd be an oak. So he starts out with this weird, <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm gonna dr- grow uh, plants out of my cock, <laughs> and then Chow Yun Fat says. <laughs> You're the only one that could do it, and he he goes he turns it around. And he says it's gonna be a fucking huge plant because I have a huge cock. That's what he does. Yeah, that's this thinking in this scene. Yeah, is that the scene you were telling me in the car, like the screenwriter? No, they're in there. What you said? And there's a scene with. Oh, there's even better. Okay, and the screenwriter in this. I, his name is Paul something. Ben Victor. <laughs> but that scene, I wonder if it's improvised because it doesn't make any sense. No. First of all, why would you? Not believe someone and say something about I'm gonna grow a tree out of my dick. Yeah, you know. Oh, by the way, it's gonna be huge because I'm hung. Yeah. Okay. You know, you'll turn into a compliment. By the way, I learned a little bit of uh, Cantonese in this movie. What? Bao bao. Okay. It means I'm full. Oh, you're zoom in. Yeah. And it wasn't during one of the prostitution scenes. All right. Okay. <laughs> so you you want to hear something a little creepy? Okay. I mean, we get to see some naked in this movie, right? We do. There's some naked stuff. So one of the people they find in the dumpster is a prostitute, and her boobies are out. Yeah, she's sliced and diced, and she has, and her she's boobies naked are out, right? From the and, top, and, top and, down. And it's not, se- it's not meant to be sexy, but but it's a naked lady. Mm-hmm. And then, like the next scene, uh-huh. somebody remarks that she was 15. Are you serious? Yeah. 
I did not hear so this. So we got to look. They showed us 15-year-old naked breasts to tantalize, not to tantalize, but in a way well, that was Ma- kind of. Here's a weird thing that happens. And then we that, find out she's 15. Here's a weird thing that happens in the scene. I don't know how to feel anymore. Mark Wahlberg, she's in a dumpster. He looks at her, and then he throws up. He, percent, he proceeds to throw up, yeah. presumably because he's allergic to ketchup. And in uh, the one of the cops, Chowder Fats, uh, one of you know his one of his uh, his crew says, "Bow bow." Hey, I thought you liked Chinese food. Remember, he says that make any sense because she was Chinese. Hey, I thought you liked Chinese food. It's just what the fuck. You gotta be kidding me, scriptwriter. Um, the, here's another thing I thought was weird. Chang'e they Fat, try to get me hard over fifteen year old breast. <laughs> okay. I think it was the 90, late 90s, Nick. It was. It was a different time. Um, By the way, why doesn't anybody ever mention this when they're talking about cinematic year 1999? <laughs> Fight Club came out. What else? That's it, right? No, yeah. Period. Don't yeah. need to say anything else. Paul Thomas Anderson had something. Oh, probably. Uh, uh, you had freaking, this is like the big year. Like the, I think the Phantom Insider. Menace. No, I don't know. Just kidding. It was a huge year. You know, Okay. It was that big controversial year. Like being John Malkovich, I think, maybe, like Shakespeare in Love was the one that was this the year that that kicked everyone's. No, a, I don't know. Doesn't American matter. Beauty. You don't care. Right. I don't. I read a book about it this year and I still don't remember. But a lot of good movies came out this year yeah. and The Corruptor or that year. So, okay, so there's a scene with Chang and Fat shortly after this. Uh, you talked about the guy, that, the kind of the young guy that is working for the gang. Yeah. He, he's getting pushed around by the gang to like commit crimes. So Chang and Fat threatens him. And he puts a gun to his crotch. And, and he then says, he goes, Babo. If, if, if you don't help me, I'm going to shoot shoot your big, you know, shoot your uh, your peep off. And so then, you know, the guy's like, of course, I'll help you. And then he walks away, he goes away, and Chayun Fat takes a lighter to the tip of his gun. Like, he lights the tip of his gun on, you know, like, I guess, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he just, for no reason. And is, is he, as if to sanitize it? Because he had it on the guy's pants. Like I, I don't. There's a, there's several scenes in this where he's doing weird stuff like that. Yeah, I don't understand it. Um, it's like they're like, "Child, just go nuts, just do something." The camera's gonna love it. It's like, what if I light my gun with a bic lighter? Perfect. Yeah, Foley's like, great. Um, I he's I, I sort of warmed over to Chinese fat about halfway through this movie though. I love him in this. It's weird. He's weird in it, but I I love him. Okay. Why do you? What do you mean you warmed it up? Because at first I felt, like I said, I felt like he was doing a Spader impersonation and it was awkward. Uh-huh. But I kind of, yeah, I think, I think it, it grew on me. Easily the best part of this this movie. I mean, it kind of keeps it afloat, in my um, opinion. I would, having found out she was fifteen, I'd agree with you. Before <laughs> before finding that out, what did you think of the scene? So there's a scene in the trivia where May, the prostitute that Chai and Fat is in love with, he goes. Chang Fat goes to. Uh, you keep saying they're in love. He does. There's love her. nothing that it transpires that makes me think it's anything more than definitely in love with her. He's protecting a, a hooker. I'm so right on this. He's, he loves with her. He's in loves with her. He's in loves. He uh, she's there feeding grapes to one of the main <laughs> bad guys, um, Rick Young, and who, who you, sucks. You don't like. <clears throat> and um, what do you think of the? As this exchange happens and they're talking and the grapes are being fed, what did you think of the guy, the bass side wall muscle? Oh, that guy just standing just he, standing there looking looking well, swole, looking but he's, huge. You find out he's his bodyguard. He's in his the bodyguard. Next scene, he's dressed nice and he's 
Yeah, he's his bodyguard like, for sure. But yeah, he's, but he's 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 awkward. He's just wallflowering up, but like in a beautiful, yeah, huge muscle way. Yeah, yeah, and just just sta- silently staring. Yeah, and then you said one of the grapes drops into the water. Yeah, she drops. She she puts a grape in the water, mm-hmm. which I don't understand. Was that an acting decision? Is it a mistake? Know. Is it a goof? Are we the first to talk about this? Did you hear what? If you put the subtitles on, I thought it was strange. She drops the grape, and it says it says uh, water. Colin, thanks. <laughs> um, so, of course, after this, there's a there's a bar scene where they're talking about. I hate that bar scene. The dick sizes. Yes, put that dick away. Well, the guy the guy starts. He starts talking it's about it's the fakest fucking scene. So he Mark he's he's the one of the the crew. He's accepted now. That's yeah, Mark the, Wahlberg is they're having a they're drinking at a bar. Well, Chow Yun Fat never he's always suspicious of Mark Wahlberg. Always suspicious of Danny. Right, because he stops smiling as soon as he, he goes away. But, but this this the guy that works in the the, the agency or the in the gang unit, he said, I bet you think all Asians have small dicks, but mine is, and then Chow Yun Fat says He's mine's as big as he goes as a gnat. Like he busts a gnat, move on, and then the guy gets incensed and he starts to take his pants off to show it. Right, and then Mark Wahlberg says, "Put that dick away." <laughs> Does he say? Yeah. It? Does he say it? Oh, he says that. <laughs> Does he mean it? Uh, I don't know. All I know is um, when I was uh, when I was running Chud dot com, they sent us uh, embroidered toboggan hats with that line on it. <laughs> He says, put that dick away in cursive underneath it says the corrupter. <laughs> so he doesn't he doesn't draw dick, but he doesn't but he says uh he's he, he his, his this guy's conspiracy is that he thinks that if he because he likes Asian women. Mark Wahlberg has a yeah. fancies Asian women. He thinks he also that, has a tattoo, a dragon tattoo. And he thinks it's gonna that they're gonna think his dick's as big as Mount St. Helens. That's what he says. Yeah. It's an odd choice. This whole the script is questionable. Um, Could not be more written by white people. And then a third eye blind song comes on. Are you kidding? No. Glad to say I didn't know. I think there might be a few in this. Um, one of my favorite lines mm-hmm. and my favorite moments. So that later on in the story, um, Wahlberg goes back to his house and his dad is is in trouble. Yeah, he gets he's beat he's, up. He's drunk and he's, he's bleeding. Yeah. It's got a great line though. Okay, because uh, 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 Brian Cox spits up some blood, and Wahlberg goes, "You're bleeding inside, Pop." Yeah, I mean, you're bleeding is. inside. Yeah, and he's not talking about inside like his body, but inside Wahlberg's apartment. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're bleeding inside. Okay, <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah, I just thought it was it was so funny. To word uh, this sort of a medical emergency that way, yeah, doctor. I'm afraid he's bleeding inside. Um, yeah, and he well, calls him Pop, which is of course. Well, Wahlberg gets he gets a gift of oh, after he helps out the bat, kind of the one of the gangs. He gets a gift of uh, super sex. Sex. He gets a gift of of, of prostitution, I guess, yeah. or I don't know. And then he gets. Um, Next day, Chayun Fat like kind of moves his collar and he notices his hickey. He gets a, has a hickey. Yeah, and he notices it, and he's like, 
He's like a hickey noter. So it's the second film in a row mm-hmm. where somebody notices that James Foley and Wahlberg did it together. <laughs> Daddy noticed? Yeah, I don't. That's not the that's not the first gift though. That that's the second gift. What do you mean? Well, he gets the collar. Like like the first gift is he, he gets he, he goes and busts that thing, the human trafficking thing, and mm-hmm. and all that. And then but then later, Chai and Fat and him they kind of hook up with these two women, but then. Then he leaves. Chiang Fat leaves Mark Wahlberg to both ladies. Yeah, and which is that's like one of the scenes that's surprising because I don't remember if we know he's internal affairs. Yeah, I think we do. We don't we, yet. I think we we do. do. I think we do. But they don't yet. Well, Chiang Fat right, right. We yet. do, and it's and he still does them, which was a change. I wasn't expecting that. What do you mean? He still he still has sex with both of them, even oh. though we know now that he's internal affairs and he's wired. Yeah, that's his big thing. Is he has a wire. He has a cigarette. He pack doesn't with really a recording t- device. So he basically enjoys both worlds. He like takes everything. That's the thing about his character. He's he's dumb. He's he's he, corrupted. And he also his life is saved by Chiang Fat. So he owes. He it's he, like Chewbacca. A but remember, Chewbacca. he says that to he's like I. You saved my life. Now you can do anything you want with it because that's like an old. Yeah, that's it's like, like a, Chewbacca. Exactly. It's like a Wookiee life. Day. So then there's like a big car chase, which you like. I love. And it's 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 not good police procedure. And there's fun. They're chasing these bad guys, and because they're they're surveilling uh, this hideout or something, and then they 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 see these bad guys. They chase them. The one guy's got an Uzi, and they proceed. The guy proceeds to kill so many innocent bystanders yeah. in this chase. Um, it's almost like it's like a Thanos level event. Like as they go through traffic, he's just killing everybody. And they show they have these shots where people be in their cars, like idling in traffic. That's my favorite. And they're getting shot to shit, and they're in the as they're just sitting there. And it's cut very quickly. Yeah. And it's analog. It's just so much fun. The thing is, it's funny because like they're they're awful cops. They're they're surveilling the scene, and these guys go in there. They're so obviously going in there to kill. Right. Like they have they like have their jackets, and they're like reaching like for guns, mm-hmm. and then they act surprised when they hear all the gunfire. And then this shit happens, and it's this way extended chase scene yeah. that should have ended like three or four times, and it keeps going, and it's so violent. Mm-hmm. And and then it, it even at the end, it gets fucking nuts. It's it's delightful. Uh, it's messy, but it's and Chiang Fat almost dies. Yeah, remember he they they ram into yeah, um, he almost gets the Nicholson or the he almost gets Nicholson a little bit. Yeah, or Jamie Foxx. Yeah, or uh, Baby Driver. Yeah. He some goes through his windshield, almost cuts, his, decapitates him, but he doesn't. Yeah, and Wahlberg kind of saves his life, so they returns the favor. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing: um, they're both Wahlberg and this other bad guy both hanging out the passenger window, shooting shit. You know, they're, they're, they're yeah be, being weird, and the one guy doesn't make it. He gets rammed into a car. Uh, that's my. You love my, it. It's so vicious. But they also they show a shirtless. Um, that's what I ask you. They show a shirt, shirtless Wahlberg. And he's got a tattoo of a dragon, but it's like, can you describe this from memory? It's small, okay, and coiled. Where? It's either on the middle of his tongue. Okay, that might be one. You're, there's another one that you're missing. Then I don't remember. So he has a tattoo of like a necklace. I don't remember around, that. and it's like I think it ends in the middle of his chest, and it's like a cross or something. But it's, it's like one of those tattoos that's like a tattooed necklace on. Him. I didn't notice that. And I wonder if is it real? It's bad. It's probably it's probably not real. It's real bad. Um. So there's a exchange, a, a dialogue exchange in this when they're walking through a market, 
And Chow Yun-Fat says to Mark Wahlberg, he goes, uh, can I buy you a plum? Oh, God. Do you remember this? Yeah. And they have a whole argument about... Peaches and plums. Peaches and plums. And Wahlberg says that he's he prefers peaches. And then I think um, Chow Yun-Fat says, you're as dumb, <laughs> dumb as they come or something, something like that. But uh, he says, peaches are shit. That's what he says to Wahlberg. Yeah. And then Wahlberg, this is his, I guess, rejoinder. This is his comeback to peaches or shit. And this is something I thought was a, th- that old chestnut. He said, I don't care if you picked a raisin out of Sammy Davis Jr.'s eye socket. I prefer peaches. So he said, because I think China Fat had brought up. Yeah. Uh, he, he quoted like Frank Sinatra a little earlier in, in the conversation. Um, uh, that's, yeah. that's a weird thing to say, Nick. Yeah. But let's talk about this. Well, I, it's, it's a good thing this was pre-social media. Right. Because the estate of Sammy Davis Jr. would have had a fucking field day. With well, first of all, okay, Sammy, Sammy Davis Jr. had one eye, a yeah. glass eye. Okay, good. That's fine. So you want to make a Rat Pack reference mm-hmm. after Frank Sinatra's? That's fine. Yeah. I don't care if you picked a raisin out of Sammy Davis Jr.'s. I saw it. I prefer peaches. So, so he that's an option. Like if he's like, I don't like plums, but. <laughs> you know, most people don't like plums, but if, if if a raisin was handed to you from an eye socket from a famous person, yeah. then, okay, then I would eat it. Well, but Wahlberg is like, I still wouldn't eat it. Obviously, you haven't been to Whole Foods lately. <laughs> that it does explain... I, got, I, I just got a prune from Joey Bishop's knuckle. Right in the swag, if they considered that. <laughs> it's like a what? weird Pez dispenser. What, is he, what does it mean? That's a swing and a miss in the script department there. Um, it's hard. It's hard to isolate a swing and miss. Yeah. There's a few. Yeah. But once again, I think part of it is Wahlberg. He's just not ready for prime time yet at this Mm-mm. stage in his career. No. Uh, Uncle Benny, who is the the leader of the one of the gangs, the gang that Cheyenne Fat works for, um, he gets murdered in his home. But he doesn't. So the the gang gets over there. They 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 storm his room, and he immediately commits suicide. And he a, shoots himself it's in the teeth. It's a bad suicide. It's a weird it's shot. Fake. It's fake. He didn't really kill himself. But the best follow up. The gang looks stunned that he he kills himself, and then they said that one guy goes, "We kill you anyway," and they start to shoot. Him. They stand over and his... they scream Uncle Benny as they're doing it. <laughs> Uncle Benny. <laughs> We kill you anyway. That is that is actually great. Yeah, we kill you anyway, which would be a great title for this movie. Um, I feel like I'm failing this movie a little bit. So there's also a scene the bad guy Paul Ben Vincent whatever Victor, Victor and he's not the bad guy. He's not the bad guy. He's, the, he's one of the rivals to Chai and Fat. There's a scene where they got Wahlberg, and then Chai and Fat shows up with the. His informant. It's there's some weird exchange. Anyway, uh, Ben Paul Van Victor comes out with a handful of peanuts, handful like loose peanuts, <laughs> and he offers one to as they're kind of mad at each other. Offers one to Chayun Fat or offers some. <laughs> Chayun Fat takes some, <laughs> proceeds to eat them, like the in the weirdest kind of coolest way possible. Then weird, like so he starts to eat them, which is already strange. Yeah, and then he does this thing where he. He has the last one. He has it, and he like 
holds it up to his ear like he's listening to yeah. it, and then pops it in his mouth. Yeah. What? Holds the peanut up to his ear? He not listens. I mean, that's like what it says in the script. <laughs> I mean, it's not the first time you've heard about this. Are you serious? He not listens. <laughs> yeah, he not listens. But th- it looks familiar. It like when I yeah. Well, James Spader did it once. Yeah, no. it just looks familiar. But I'm like with a peanut. I don't hold it. He looked. He's like he's eating it cool, and then he holds it up to his ear like he's listening to it. Like you said, I don't. I need some info. I need some info on that. Cut loose. Cut loose. Chow young fat. Do what you need to do. In this scene to I make kinda, it to I mean, make it sing, I love see, it. Shit like that's charming. Yeah, that's great. Little, I love it, but it's, it's strange. Yeah, I'm glad you caught that nut. You remember? I, it, I would have. Yeah, I would have not thought to mention it. Mm-hmm. What you zooming I, in? I take that as a compliment and also a criticism. <laughs> <laughs> Snapper case. That's my kind of zoom. Um. So Wahlberg has the the three way. The the women discover that he's wired. Or I that, like that they did not use super hot. I mean, the women are all very plain looking. That's they, not true. These women are very, they're very beautiful. No, they've they're 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 lying. You're just distracted by Wahlberg's perfect form. His third nipple. No, yeah. they're 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 beat up. Like they're not. They're, every single hooker in this movie is is pretty beat up. Okay, these these women look fancy. I thought, if I remember right, um, it's a compliment to the film. But he's uh, he's sleeping in, and they're leaving. They're kind of rooting through his jacket, and they find out that he he's he's been wired. He hit his wire not very well. Yeah. And then they tell on him. But in the meantime, Chai and Fat comes to wake him up. Yeah. And you know, and he's like looking. He's rooting around his coat for a cigarette too. It matches. It matches, and Wahlberg goes, "Oh, I got it," because he doesn't want him to look. And the best is they're talking, and then he does this finger boop. You know how you do that? What do they call that? He goes. He does this a couple oh, times yeah, in the pop, movie. Oh, he pops his cheek. Pops his cheek, and yeah. then he goes, get up! Like, you know, he does yeah. it, but he does it a couple times the in the movie. The funny thing is, is... Is that what they call it? Popping his cheek? Yeah, pop your cheek. Exactly. That's yeah. what he does, and he goes, get up! Like, yeah. he's... Yeah. Um, You know what's funny is, that could have very well been, like, a gadget. He got it, the sharper image. It's a Walkman. And they're telling the, them that he's an informant. Could have he could it could have been just an innocuous yeah. sharper image catalog. I guess so. Slim down Walkman, mm-hmm. not a listening equipment because it's a Marlboro it's a Marlboro box that records. Yeah, could have been a gadget. He could have been a gadget freak, mm-hmm. and here they are going to kill him, thinking he's an informant. Now he is. He's he, he's he is playing both sides. But I don't think I don't think those prostitutes are that astute to go. Notice this little wired thing in his jacket and instantly jump to the conclusion. All right, so first you say they're plain looking, now you say they're not they're not smart enough to know what that thing is, even though they they weren't they were very pretty and they did know. So you're rejecting I'm not rejecting what has been put before your eyes in this film. Well, I mean and then you're corrupting the corruptor, you're corrupting what was presented to you. Keep this in mind. They also mentioned earlier on that these girls are all forced into sexual slavery. Uh Uh-huh. These are girls they met at the bar though. I think. No, they're horks. I don't know what that means. <laughs> they're horks. It's like a and horks. Oh, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Oh. Lord of the Rings reference over here. <laughs> get a load of these get a load of these horks. Are you talking about Lurts? <laughs> horks. 
Hork sounds horrible. That sounds like a bad, bad thing to be saying, but yeah. it's not, right? They're horks. They're like hookers and whores. Where's the K from? Horks. <laughs> kind of like cutlery or silverware. All right, so Chang Fat then finds out through the grapevine he that Ma- Mark Wahl- Wahlberg is internal affairs, and he is insane. He's pissed. He goes to the bathroom. They're at a bar. He finds out, goes to the bathroom, and he meditates. <laughs> <laughs> he center, he's pissed but centered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He takes a deep breath. And, and you it, read the IMDb trivia. Well, so in the IMDb trivia, he was supposed to beat up the bathroom, and right. Chai Fat suggested that's an American response, and that he, I think it was his suggestion that he would meditate. Yeah. Um, and he does. Yeah. He, he does a quick, you know, corner meditation. Yeah. And goes back out and uh, talks to Wahlberg. But then he, he does later confront Mark Wahlberg, puts a gun to the back of his head, and he, yeah. and he knows that. And, and Wahlberg says, I, I think you're a good cop. Yeah, that's a. I don't think you're bad. I think you're good. You know, that kind of thing. And, you saved my life. And then they get attacked. And that's when the final gun battle aboard this ship yeah. breaks out. This It's like a battleship or something. What kind of. What is it? Some kind of ship. Tanker. Yeah. I and think, that's where Chalion Fat meets his end. Can we put in a requisition for them to stop having climactic fight scenes on boats? Like, okay. There's a lot of movies that have that shit. Yeah. There's a lot of boat shit. So they're in tight quarters. There's lots of shooting. And at one point, Mark Wahlberg's dumb character, who's super dumb, who no one likes, is about to get shot. And the character that only, the only character that you care about in the whole film decides that the earth cannot withstand the death of Danny Wallace yeah, and, and jumps in and front it, of the bullet and, and gets his killed. Bland ketchup kitchen. And he, and he, and he saves Mark Wahlberg's life. Uh, why? And then the producers of the movie say, you know what? He should get shot, uh, have a long, uh, death scene and then real die. And we'll have the end of the movie on his funeral. <laughs> Don't kill Chow Yun Fat in your movie. Yeah, but the, the big takeaway, of course, Wahlberg's character defends him at, at posthumously mm. and his integrity. And his of honor. course he does. Yeah. yeah, and he arrests. He says to the to the I guess what the guy that you don't like. What's his that? Oh, that Rick yeah, Rick Young. I think he he says you're under arrest, okay. and I got a real quick zoom. Yeah, he looks like he's over being arrested. Do you know what I'm saying? He is not happy about it. <laughs> I like the fact, though, that he, he shows this incredible amount of respect for his mentor character who's just died. You like that part. And then the end credits roll, and he's screwing those hookers on his tomb. <laughs> uh, I don't. I think the last line is strange. What is the last line? Uh, and I think it's a little bit of a shoehorn. Babo? He says... <laughs> He said, I can't believe Nick Chen is dead. Mark Wahlberg says that. And this guy says, who? And he goes, the corrupter. (laughs) (laughs) We zoomed in. It is funny. In my memory, this film is like, was gritty. I remember it kind of is. I guess. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. I saw it. Yeah. I went to it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't come out liking it too much. I remember. I, I was I was disappointed because I do like Chow Yun Fat a lot, and I was hoping that they would do like an equivalent 
you know, John Woo type movie. And I think that they try to approximate it sort of. How bad do you think Hard Boiled is aged? It's great. There's no, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's amazing. What do you mean how bad is it aged? Get out of here. Have you seen it in the past 10 years? Yes, I think I have. Not recently, though. There's no way. How dare you? No, I loved, I loved that movie. It sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, it but like I you. feared a while. I'm afraid as fuck. We should watch it. It's. I'm sure it's amazing. I watched the shootout from some movie recently. Far maybe a, maybe a better tomorrow or something. I mean, that's the thing is the John Woo movies. They, they've been he's been pillaged by American directors. He really has. But action's a genre where time, no matter how good or bad a film is, time is not. Time has a, a, a scythe. Sometimes, yeah. And uh, it's amazing the films that suffer by it. Well, it's funny how much stuff that, it seems, I mean, I might be, I'm not, I'm not an expert on this stuff, but it seems like John Woo invented stuff that just people just adopted wholeheartedly or, you know, completely into American action films. Um, and then we realized maybe we shouldn't because it's, not so great. I don't. I think. I mean. I. I did, they're just so much. Mostly the standoffs, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of the shootout stuff. I mean, you know, a lot of the, the slow mo stuff, like the I double guns. The um, thing where he stops so much his movement on the ground on the concrete with the gun tip. I mean, that was something. Was that hard boiled? Was that killer? I'm not sure. Well, there's a scene where like Chalian Fat sliding across the concrete yeah, that's, floor. That's a huge. That's a huge John Woo move. Yeah, yeah. everybody's oh stopping, stopping yeah, himself yeah, with the gun. Yeah, the tip of the gun to stop. Yeah, but that's just a lot of just you know flying as you're shooting. You're you're sliding across the floor. I mean, yeah. Um. I mean, I bet those movies. I mean, those movies are. There's no way they don't hold up. I haven't seen them for a long time. Though you're right. I haven't seen the killer for a long time. I haven't seen. Um. Because Hardboil was the, was his culmination of all that. That was his last like, like he he really put everything he had into that one. But in the world where the stuff like the raid has sort of, like his stuff has has superseded John Woo, like Gareth Edwards or Evan superseded it? Edwards. That's the wrong word. It's surpassed. Sorry, that's the wrong word too. That's the right word. I mean, it's newer. No, wouldn't it, probably wouldn't exist. It's without. the next evolution of of that all style. Right, that's of a filmmaking. little bit better. That's a better term than superseded or okay. Yeah, uh, he superseded those two hookers too. Just so you know, <laughs> they were both of them went double pregnant. Mark Wahlberg looks exhausted. Yeah, and the and women do not. <laughs> he sleeps in. Yeah, they're gone. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, Chayun Fat shows up, and it's like, "How did the uh, last night go?" He goes, "I came a lot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Charlie has a little too much information. He's like, yeah. Jesus. Now, whose house was that? House? Yeah. I think it was a hotel room, maybe. Uh-uh. It might have been Wahlberg's house. It looked like it was Chalian Fat's house for a second. It could be. He looked or like, like he, his sex pad or he something. Didn't, Wahlberg did not look like he was a home. But it didn't look like a hotel. It looked like it may have been it may have been Chalian Fat's sex pad or something. Fuck, man. We're supposed to zoom in. We but don't, I don't like the idea. We don't even know the locations. Of, of him leaving Mark Wahlberg naked sex with the people and then coming back and... Sleeping in that bed? The next shot should have been an entire maid crew <laughs> sterilizing every inch of that place. Get the black light out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow, he really shot. 
<laughs> uh, this is gross. Yeah. Um, Wahlberg's gross. I thought it would be better if, like, uh, Chicken Fat doubles down, gets in bed with him, and is, like, sliding around in it, putting a peanut close to his ear. Is that like a, maybe that's a signature move? I'm not remembering. Maybe he's done. Have you ever have you ever been on an airplane with him? <laughs> <laughs> what is it from? It's reminding me of something I cannot put my finger on. Someone holding a peanut up to their ear. He cannot be the only one on film that has done it. What am I missing, uh, our listeners? I think you're. I think it's some sort of a. Not a peanut. I think it's some sort of like a Beetlejuice. Or something. It's like a silent error. Like it looks like a Buster Keaton type thing. Yeah, yeah it's strange. Yeah, yeah. I was on eBay searching for uh, Corruptor peanuts earlier. <laughs> See if I could get. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing about it is that the angry cop walks out, pissed at Chai and Fat, offers him some loose peanuts, and he takes them. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'll take some of those. Thanks. That scene's pretty. That might be my favorite. He planted some evidence. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm out of notes. So am I, and I'm out of. I'm out of joy. Mm-hmm. So I think we should do this movie again a couple of times over the. Next I think we should do that for all of our. I think yeah. we should just start over and just do. The no, same no. I movies. think we should just make this a recurring thing. Is oh, by the way, it's time for your checkup on the corruptor. <laughs> and the, Episode 162 is like, hey, let's revisit The Corruptor. I hope there's, you know, as our podcast gains, I'm sorry, falls in popularity. Um, do you think there's a stalwart fan out there out there that's like, I, I'm going to watch the movie before I listen to this one? And they go, they're like, what's on, what's on the, what's on tap today? What's, what, are the, what do the boys got for me? Yeah. <laughs> 1999 is The Corruptor. They're like, you know what? These guys can fuck off. Nah, they're, it's on stars. I'm done. It's on stars for free. You bought it. No, I was going to, but I ended up watching oh, it. Oh, I, I gave you the heads up. Yeah. I think it's also on Amazon, maybe. I think it's on a couple places. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, stars has it. I don't so. think it's, I don't, you know, I don't. Oh, you're going to give a verdict here. No, I, th- I just think people need to. It's worthwhile. Uh, people need to visit this on their own, at their own discretion. I think it's worth watching for Chai Young Fat. That's I don't about know if you guys it. know this, but not every film we choose is a, is a golden goose. <laughs> Sometimes. Have they found that out yet? Yeah. Every once in a while, we'll sneak, we'll sneak in a real fucking stinker like the Irishman. But, you know. Not Why did you choose this one? It just showed up and you're like, you saw the poster? Well, I saw, I was scrolling, I forgot it existed. Completely forgot it existed. And I was doing the uh, old routine check of the discounted movies on iTunes. And right. there it was. Uh, so I sent you a joking note, like, "Hey, the Corruptor's four ninety nine. You said you gave, you gave me some feedback that indicated, "Hey," I said, the, "I said the peanut, the peanut movie." <laughs> and so uh, here we are. But you know, it 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 actually kind of married. We've done Bull to the Head. We've done this. We've done Black Rain. There's a nice little recurring theme. Kiss the Death. There's like a little recurring theme. These kind of movies, yeah, Nighthawks. They got, yeah, I think it's important that we mix. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, you know, it. Like I said, we, this, we, guys, this, don't worry. We we will do Brooklyn's finest. We found out today that James Foley is still killing it. He directed the last two, I guess, the final two Fifty Shades of Grey movies, which I I did not see those. Yeah. I don't, I never saw any of those. Have you seen them? No. 
Um, I, I, I take offense that you think I would. I like what's her face too. There's no 15 year olds in it. I like what, what's her name? I like her a yeah, lot. Jamie Dornan. Yes. Um, the daughter of somebody. Yeah. The, Dakota Fanning. Dakota Hudson. Dakota Johnson. Johnson. And I do like. <laughs> I do like her. I just haven't seen those movies. And James Foley, I guess, came on to direct the last two. I'm glad you added that to the sentence. What? Came on. Because those movies. <laughs> and, um, but he's he's been working kind of steadily on TV. He did this movie that Nick and I kind of both like, starring Ed Burns called. You hate this. You made fun of this movie recently. I actually kind of do like we're, it. We're though. doing confidence. Confidence. We're doing yeah. it on here. So. We could talk about Ed Burns' voice more. <sighs> I've seen Confidence a bunch of times, actually. Um, I don't think it's a great movie, but it's not bad. Is it really over-stylized? That's how I remember it. Yes. And 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 narrative rejuggering as far as the time, like. Yeah, I mean, it's a movie that is like is very. Um, There's a little voiceover. It's in love with itself, yeah. kind of. But you know, Rachel Weiss Weiss is in it. She's she's pretty great in it. Um, Brian Van Holt, who you and I like a lot, yep. is in it. Uh, it's got is a good Giovanni cast. Dusty Hoffman's in there, being, you know, kind of overacting, but also kind of great. Who? Giovanni Rubino. No. Okay. Um, by the way, the '90s, the worst. That was the decade that said, "Okay, that said, fuck you." Uh, about voiceover is a crutch. You know, it's like one of those big screenwriting things is that voiceover is a crutch. Okay. '90s, like, eat my dick. And it seemed like every film that after. movie was in the early two thousands, my friend. I'm not talking about confidence. I'm just saying it started this trend okay. of just so much people, so so voiceover. It, why, why are you bring that up now? Because the corrupter doesn't have any voiceover. No, but confidence. If I remember right, okay. had really look, yeah. at, look at me voiceover. Oh, it's Burns. Yeah, I thought you liked this movie, Confidence. I like everything. He's ever done Burns oh, or yeah. Foley. So we're okay. So I'm thinking maybe April. We'll do confidence. We'll do sound of thunder. We'll do 15 minutes. Oh my God, Nick! Why Burns? Yeah. Why? April? Why? What's April? What's significance? Uh, it's the renewal. <laughs> Christ coming back. So we're gonna do. Uh, we'll do, we'll we do have a Burns a month, month, of Burns. month of Burns, but none of the movies are movies that he directed. No, and then we'll cap it with um, "She's the One" or something. One or either that or one of his new shits. Oh God, God I hate us. I hate us. <laughs> there's no, there's no reason. So if you were inserted into the world of the Corrupter, right? What shape would your performance take? What oh. would you? What key element would you be of this story? Hmm. There's so much to choose from. I'm Mark Wahlberg's brother. We never meet him in the finished. In the Name crop. yourself. Wallace something Wallace. Wally? No. No. Yeah. Spread. <laughs> Spread? Spread Wallace. That's his nickname. He was a big, big football player. Okay. Um people would base the point spread on his performance. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Spread Wallace. Yeah. And he, and he always had his legs open and his dick out. <laughs> That's the double meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And his ass, his ass was wide. Mm-hmm. He would open it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's cut out of the film, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, he's at his apartment all the time. 
Uh-huh. And like, so he's one who lets the dad in, and he's always there. You know, he actually left the ketchup out. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, you just don't see him. Always, he's cut out. Yeah, yeah, he's always he's playing uh, the Sega 32X on in the living room all right. the time. Right. And we we just it, it it kind of puts a lot of things in perspective. Right. We realize why Wahlberg has to go out and get some secret tail. Right. Because there's no way he's getting in that uncool spot. Mm-hmm. With that kid on the couch playing Knuckles Chaotix on the 32X. <laughs> and when he's alone in his bedroom, he's playing Knuckles Chaotix as well. Always, I mean, belching, farting. Like yeah. just, just a, he's, he's treating it like a frat house. And uh, it explains a lot of why, why Mr. Wahlberg's character is kind of quiet. Uh-huh. And his, his sense of humor is not as polished. Right. Sammy Davis eye socket jokes and shit like that. It's because yeah. this kid's been cramping his style forever. Right. Uh, but uh, he does. Uh, the cool thing is, is he uh, they debuted the footage from the from Virtua Fighter in this movie. <laughs> okay. so. Through the brother character. Yeah. Okay. They had a big partnership with Sega. <laughs> To see what Doral looks like. But. Which character? Which character is going to debut? Doral. You can see Doral. Da- Danny Wallace. Uh, Spread. Nick Chen. No, Spread Wallace. Spread Wallace unlocks Doral <laughs> on the 32X Virtual Fighter. That's who you'd be. Yeah. All right. Be a sister. Spread Wallace. No. Um, I would be. So you remember the bath scene when he the the bad guys getting fed grapes? And, yeah. And uh, Nick. Uh, Chen is there, and he they're they're kind of talking, and and then the background there's a the bodyguard, mm-hmm. and he's just you know he's you know sh- t- towel over shoulders, but he's ripped, and he's just like I said, he's like bath side muscle, right? Yeah, I'd be the other bodyguard. Okay, that has not quite been so in shape. Yeah, and they cut to me. I'd be standing kind of to the right of the of the muscle bodyguard. Yeah, be the second bodyguard, and I would be wearing like a like an, a big shirt, mm-hmm. um, maybe two long shorts. Yeah, you know, obviously flip flops because I don't want to get any foot fungus in there. Yeah, towel over my shoulder too. But I'd be insecure, and at home, you know, talking to my wife, I was like, "She'd be like, how did they go?" I was like, "It's fine. I mean, the job's good. It's fine. Um, it's easy." Yeah, I just didn't. I I just didn't know you're. It was required. Do I have to be so? Do I need to get jacked? Like, do I need to be that jacked? Is that a requirement? Yeah. So I just be the insecure bodyguard. Yeah. Always, you know, maybe join the gym. Yeah. Trying to trying to get my, you know. And it's cool. It's a cute set of uh, giving up every scenes. night. You know. Yeah, where he goes to the gym and he just keeps going to the restaurant at the gym. <laughs> it or, just becomes his place to eat. I'd be the, I'd be like me, which is like I'd get I join the gym membership. And then I'd think that would be enough. Yeah, just pay, pay the. Actually, I'm doing that right now with the chiropractic yeah. thing. Isn't that good? I've been in like four months, mm-hmm. and they're still they're still collecting that money. And they're like, "We're going to give you an appointment with the personal trainer." I start talking to personal trainer. I zone, zone out, zone out during yeah. this. My mind would wander. Yeah, I start thinking about Spread Wallace. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's who I guess that's. I would be great if there was this huge argument at the at the pool. Where uh, Chai and Fat mm-hmm. is furious at Benny, or uh, at Rick Young's character because mm-hmm. he's not eating plums in the in the, in the bath. <laughs> Be 
these pieces are shit. <laughs> um, and then my bodyguard character, uh, I'd be eating peanuts and M&Ms and holding them up to my ear, and Chow Yun-Fat would look at me and go, uh, what if, if I take that for later? Yeah. I'm like, go nuts. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing is, when he goes to the beach, he puts the seashells in his mouth. <laughs> Do you think someone told him that he could hear the ocean with the peanut? Uh, so if you were in charge of building a theme park attraction yeah. based on the world of the crow. Oh, shut up, Oz. Hi, Oz. He is really wanting to go to bed. Well, there's two of us. There's, All right, theme park, restaurant. Yeah, whatever. Whatever yeah. the thing is. A lot of options. Yes. It's a corruptor. It is. Yeah, so. Well, he does say that thing at the in the movie. He's eating beef intestine, and he offers some to Wahlberg. Yeah. Who who's accused many times to, uh, to being in love with Chinese culture. Right. Um, and he says, uh, or with, of just any culture, I guess, right? Any, I don't know. doesn't matter. And. <laughs> And uh, uh, and he and he says you have you have to do you want this do you want some of this and and Walver says no he's like if you if you want to what is it, if you want to be Chinese you got to eat the gross shit yeah do you agree absolutely yeah that's why I'm not yeah I've been to Chinatown and eaten the worst shit of all time <laughs> with a fucking claw coming out of it I've done that. Yeah, it's the worst. So, I get it, but that, that's that's what you would build. No, I'm trying to think. Do you have anything? Not really, but I'm gonna come up with something. Yeah, that's what I was my uh, plan too. Yeah, so uh, I mean, it's a it's a you know it's a pretty important film for a lot of people, right? Um, literally, no one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. I would build So there's a scene um we talked about it mm-hmm. where he um he uh rescues a bunch of um human human slaves. Let's say it. Yeah. Human slaves. Okay. Um and he has to go he has to kick ass through a bunch of rooms to get there. Mm-hmm. Break up some porn. Do all sorts of shit, so you know, like they have haunted houses, right? And they re- and and you have to go through it and come out. This is that. It's like a haunted house, except slaves. And um, you know, so what you do is you get to you know, basically it's, it's you get you go through, mm. you go through, you 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 don't really fight. It's it's you know it's kind of choreographed a little bit, but you you feel pretty good and and. Uh, you know, you break shit. You get it's like one of those break houses you were talking about, smash room, whatever. You get to yeah. damage some shit. Get to see a little porn being made, but and then you get to take a slave home. Like you get to take a, 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 a <laughs> not a human, oh, but it's like a stuffed, like a stuffed puppet. Type. Fair oh, that's better. Yeah, stuffed puppet. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like a build a bear thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, and except in, in with slaves of, instead. Yeah. Human 
<laughs> you know, like stolen people. Sure. Yeah. And uh, you know, like the little box the Builder Bear comes in. This is like a freight container. Fair enough. That's, yeah. You got it all thought out. A little sooty face. Um, you know the game Plants for Zombies? By the way, I don't think that this is a I don't think it's a good thing to do to people. Let me just kinda of get that out there. <laughs> to, uh, human trafficking is nuts. Oh, I thought you meant to listen to a podcast about the corrupter <laughs> <laughs> for, for an hour and a half. Um <laughs> by the way, the first swag we're getting for this show is a hat that says <laughs> Human trafficking is nuts. <laughs> Taking a firm stand. Um, you know the game Plants for Zombies. I, I'm Love sure it. you've played it and you like Play it, it all the right? time. So I'd do similar about peaches versus plums. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so the premise of the game is uh, plums would be coming, coming from the left. Peaches are shit. Peaches are shit. And then the peaches from the right. No, we're not. No, we're not. That's the game. Yeah. And then the end boss is Sammy Davis. Skull. <laughs> so I I don't know. I think it could be like a maybe a two ninety nine app. Yeah. You know, something like iPad. It'd be similar. You know, because that's kind of where Plants for Zombies th- thrived. Well, I'm pissed off. You're lucky. Uh-huh. Because you're an Android user. I am. The public, the beta for Plants vs. Zombies 3 is available to you, but not me. Why? That's strange. Uh, it is strange, but that's coming. They had to make a they had to make a decision they went Android, huh? Wonder well, I mean, why. it's, it's going to be available on both platforms. I know, but wonder why. But the, uh, the testing process, I don't know. Okay, maybe it's just easier to I'm develop excited, on Android. I'm excited. I still play Part 2. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit about me. Mm-hmm. Is that a golf reference? Anti, anti-human trafficking, pro-plants versus zombies. Um, so you're getting a tat made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You forgot about this. I did a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to get that. You got to get your body adorned with something that reminds you of the corruptor. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this is a big one because there's so many tattoos in the film. And yeah. there's so much of a, uh, you know, so much tat, you know? I know. Uh, I don't like Brian Cox's like peeled grape haircut in this movie. <laughs> I hate him with that hair. That's a dumb look for him, and it, it it's 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 a little weird. <laughs> I like how you went soft in the second part. It's a dumb look on him, and it's a little weird because <laughs> <laughs> he it, it takes me out of him. Yeah, I lo- I love him. He's one of my favorite people ever. That's the thing though. He 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 acts his ass off with that haircut. You know, it's rough. I know. Well, he's he's supposed to he's supposed to be looking. Uh, he's going through some shit, and so is his hair. His hair right along with him going through that love same that shit. You know. Mm-hmm. But the, that guy is he's one of the best. He's one of the best forever. And every time you look at him, he looks like just a day over, like forever old. He's he's all he's like one of the the best. Period. Yeah, he's incredible. He looks like he's been old forever. Yep. Um. I think he turned forty on the set of this film. He he's Wahlberg's dad in this. That's what I'm saying. I love him because he he said I listened to an interview with him recently. He says he said I just wanted to act. I didn't really care. Yeah. He's like I didn't get uh, pretentious about the parts I picked. I just wanted to you know I just wanted to act. And uh, here's here's proof right here. 
He's in the corruptor. Yeah, I mean, like the idea of playing him being, opposite of, him of being Mark the, Wahlberg, of him being pops. It makes you wonder what mom looked like because mom had to be like, like a bag of fucking seeds, like a fucking seven grain loaf, you know, to make Mark Wahlberg out of the two of them. That's what I'm saying. She must have been butimous. Right? Oh, yeah, you're going the other way. Well, I mean, to make a specimen such as Mark, I'm sorry, Brian. Say, I was going to say the apple fell too far from the tree. Maybe. Yeah, because Brian Cox is the fucking shit. He's great. Yeah. He's also Dan in, if I zoom in, the 25th hour. He is, and zoom in further in Water Dragon. And zoom in again, he's yeah. a dad in Billions. Or, I'm sorry, in uh, the Succession. Yeah. yeah. Zoom in again, he's not on Billions. Zoom in hard, he's a, a father in Troy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, zoom in. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I don't think he's a dad in man, uh, Manhunter. He's dad. He's he's childless. He's dad to Raspael's sadness. He is. Yeah. But is, is Raspael one of his victims? We don't know if he's a dad in Super Troopers. We probably he probably is. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah, but he's certainly the dad figure of that he's movie. Definitely the father figure. Yeah. Doesn't watch his doesn't watch his performances except for that. Except for Super Troopers two. Did he watch it? No. <laughs> Surprising. Where's made, that tattoo? It's amazing going? that he made the return for Super Troopers too. It's great. Where's that tat? Well, what about you? You seem you like always... you you get distracted by the haircut. Well, I always throw it back to you. I know. I'm sorry. All right. I'll do this. Uh-huh. Uh this is this was a commitment. Right. It's a fucking commitment. Um so I have uh I had surgery done. I had uh, meat transplanted from my buttock onto my shoulder, mm-hmm. my left shoulder. I'm listening. So what I did was they cut a flap, right? They cut my they cut a flap off of my shoulder. They transplanted the old meat, the ass meat, and then they reattached the flap, right? Okay. They so transferred they, your ass to your shoulder. So is that what you're saying? So I have a, a doorway. I have a flap that opens up. Like okay. You, and there's, it's tatted on both sides. Okay. And uh what it is is it's um on the on the outside flap. Yeah. Um it has um just the doorway to King Benny's house. Okay. Or Uncle Benny. It, it, no, it's just Benny. Okay. Uncle Benny and Lethal he plays Uncle Benny at Lethal Weapon 3 well, he's, or 4. Okay, or something. so uh, and and there's there you could see you could see through the flap that Benny's inside. Okay. But he looks fine. Great. But then when you open the flap up mm-hmm. and you open the door because it has a little handle, yes, he's not fine. He's suicided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you basically it's like it's almost like a flip book, but it's one meat page. And he's on both sides. He's alive when you and then when you open it, he's murdered himself. Mm-hmm. So it's like the before and after of Benny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went through a lot. It sounds like you went through some pain. <laughs> I went actually. through a lot for that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and plus one of the probably probably the best character on in the film. <laughs> I get the the uh, the pig's head in the sink. Where? Where? Yeah. I get it on the middle of my back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I get. Just that pig's head floating in the sink. Was it floating? It was it looked... sort of lying there in a puddle. Yeah. It was snout yeah. was snout was out. But it was facing the action. It was like. snout out. Snout out facing the action. Yeah. yeah. Gr- snout out, dangling, part, dangling parts down. 
Well, there's no dangling parts. Well, it's ripped. It's ripped. You were sawed off. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It'd look Mm -hmm. good on you. I have surgery. (laughs) (laughs) So whenever you press... Whenever you press the snout, little squirts of water would come out. So I have like a little underskin. What can I recommend another place? Can I recommend another place to put this tat? Where? <laughs> Where you have more? No. Red, okay. Okay. Readily no, accessible no. waterworks. I'm right. saving that area for the month of April. <laughs> <laughs> the brothers make my dick. Yeah. All right. Oh, you should save it for the prince. God, we're. So close, getting there. We are getting close. Sixty-seven, I think this is. We're getting there. The long-running movie microscope podcast. Yeah, I'm so proud of ourselves. It. Yeah. All right, what's the? It's the, the island time. Oh shit! Yeah, we got to put some island action in. Mm-hmm. What, what item would you take from this movie? On from the movie microscope, trademark. Take something from the movie, put it on your desert island. Yeah. Section of the podcast. Yeah. Well, I got a dumpster. Oh yeah, oh, it's the, body. the body in it. I, I I'm not gonna tell you what's going. On. Well, it's like just like you 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 you're stacking. A lot. I mean, it's a crime scene on your island. You think you bring a lot of deads out there. <laughs> I'm not bringing the body. I, I'm gonna store shit in that thing, but I just got the dumpster. Oh, so you because she did get uh, moved out of it. So yeah, you they take took, it. Yeah, they did do research after she got body bag. You yeah. take you take. So it. I have this dumpster uh, at the mm-hmm. at the approximate center of my island. Mm-hmm. Um. It's sort of like from aerial photographs. It's sort of the you know the yeah. hub. Yeah. And uh, I've built uh, a concentric circle around it that spirals out. Okay. Um, and and all and it's it's basically, uh, it's they're, they're, that is basically ground zero. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to go, you know, to the, my living quarters, mm-hmm. you know that it is due east of the of the dumpster. Right. Uh, if you want to go to where, like, the majority of my sexual props are, it's the exact opposite right. and so forth. So that is sort of, you know, when you get to the island, uh-huh. everything is discussed to you via, oh, you go to, you go to the dumpster and take, you know. Yeah, so oh, it's the center point. It's, uh, it's, like, it's like the welcome center. Sure. Yeah. So that's my epicenter. Sure. Yeah. Epicenter. Yeah. Of course. No dead body. In there. And the body is in there. <laughs> of course it is. I was waiting. <laughs> yeah. The epicenter, huh? <laughs> throw a t-shirt on it, maybe. <laughs> if you could do that for uh, the visitors. Would you throw a t-shirt on there? Maybe. <laughs> maybe as a <in> no? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll put some on there. Put something on yeah, there. Yeah. I got a nice fucking one of those U-Haul blankets. Mm-hmm. One of those, like, you know, those, like, <laughs> Puffed up, you know, like little embroidered, like a like little pa- pattern of puff. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Puffy blankets. It's puffy. the U-Haul, yeah. The smell blanket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I always like those blankets. It's for resting, right? Whenever you're d- tired of moving, you just pull the blanket up over yourself. <laughs> if, yeah. if, if cloth could talk. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that's a, that's a good name for a book. If cloth could talk? Yeah. 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 What's up for, from, like, what? Like talking about like you know like the stories of you know yeah what would it be like a good who would who would write that book wonder who subject would it be cloth could talk if cloth could talk it'd be it'd, well I mean cloth could talk it sounds like a Star Wars character by the way 
cloth katak. Um, what would I take? Yeah. I'd take uh, chow yun's fats. <laughs> That's what I'd take to the island. His little finger boop. What do you, what'd you call it? His cheek pop? Yeah. I'd take that sound. It's pretty good. And it doesn't take up a lot of space. It'd be my fucking ringtone. <laughs> I might do that anyway. You think, uh, what's that app that does the weird Zedge or something? Uh, what the fuck? I don't know what you're talking about. So you can get some ringtones. Okay. Zedge app. I'm going to see if they have that for my little mess, like when I have an IM. See if I, I'll just Google it. Shaolin Fats, cheek, bo- cheek pop. You know what my ringtone is? What? Samara coming out of the well. <laughs> Gentle journey's got to end. 